There was a um, there was an I think was, I think this was a podcast too, or maybe it was an interview between Mike Tyson and Eminem. And then Mike Tyson goes, uh, "You are the only white boy that's ever uh, that's ever lived like a you know the N word." It's it's true. <laughs> Eminem was cracking up for at least thirty seconds. Oh, I've never I seen that I, man laugh so hard. Speaking of Eminem, he did a pop up uh, restaurant called Mom's Spaghetti. Oh shit! They actually did oh, it in geez. Detroit. <laughs> they should open one across the street called Knees Week. <laughs> well, what would they sell at Knees Week? Is he? <laughs> no, no. Chicken wings, man. It should be chicken wings. It should be like hot wings. It's so good to make you weak in the knees. Damn, that's an idea right there. Then he would. Then he would have a gym just down the road called Arms Are Heavy. Dude, yeah. <laughs> we should open uh, Knees Week in Chicago. So they've got a mom's beginning in Detroit. That'd be dope. They'd be like, yo, from Chicago to Detroit, we got knees weak, palms are heavy. <laughs> Vomit on my sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. It's a nervous. It's the worst Italian restaurant you've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Lynn did. Welcome to episode seven of the Built Sideways podcast. My name is Brian. I am your host for this evening. People call me the Bro Builder. With me this evening, I have Chris Pabalte, Julio Ponte. I was giving the dumbest look. It's like you murdered my name. I did. I murdered his name. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's Kyle Pabs Harris. for a reason. It's Pabs for a reason. That's why we call him Chris Pabs. He has no nickname, but his nickname is better than his real name because ain't nobody can pronounce that shit. It's unfortunate. Yes. It's not your fault. We still love you, Pabs. All right, so with me tonight, <clears throat> it's Pabby Baby, Clippin' Nubs, Coolest Gunpla Builder, and The Gunpla Ronin. Thank you guys for joining us. And this evening, we are trying to find a balance. Guys, I got a confession to make. I spent far too much time at my workbench. We fucking knew it. Same. I am shocked and appalled. <laughs> if I, if I'm if I'm if I'm at home and I'm not eating or working on the house, I'm usually or taking the you know dropping a deuce. I'm at the workbench. <laughs> Sitting on the toilet, go. I need to be on the workbench right now. I should be making something. Wait, guys, you don't have a second workbench at your toilet. No. I should though, right? You yeah, that would go over well. The the wife yeah. calling, she would just love that. No, Brian, you're a carpenter. You can, you should put put like a fold out, like a Murphy desk, into the wall. Just yeah. <laughs> technically, it's a, a compulsive uh, builder, but I don't know a carpenter because I do a little bit of yeah. everything. But uh, you know, and I wouldn't, you know, I like that Murphy desk kind of thing, but it would be more like. I don't know if you ever had those in the auditoriums where like the desk on the side like would fold back, but you could like rotate it up and it would fold over and then flop down. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm thinking. Something yeah. like that. Because it's a little more discreet, you know. Keep it on the low. It's cut cut down on the splash. We don't have to clean it quite so much. It's a good idea. Look at this. 
sit the other way and you got space for your little chalky milk. <laughs> That's how most of the Saved by the Bell calls sat, you know, during, during, the, during that first run right. on the toilet. They, they were doing the wrong way around. You know, I want you to build a prototype and and tease it into the Gunpla community and see how many people actually want one. <laughs> Too much Taco Bell. Still need to work on that build. Deadline's crunching. Right? <laughs> So yeah, balance. <laughs> balance. I got a confession exactly. to me too while we're at, talking about balance. I spend no time at all on my workbench. <laughs> oh no. Some revelations tonight. What the hell? So yeah, I think this is this is a good discussion, right? Because all of us have our different priorities and, and different uh you know different uh schedules, which are both hectic and and sometimes not so hectic, uh all over the place. So it's I think this is a good way of, of seeing both sides of the coin. Whereas, you know, where Z doesn't spend enough time on his bench, Brian spends too much time on his bench and vice, you know, kind of flip, you know, kind of flip flop that. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's, I think we should, uh, we should try to talk about that and see if we can maybe help a couple of people that have that same problem. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, obviously. Uh, I've always been a workaholic. I've been, a, I'm addicted to work. I'm addicted to workahol. It is, just the way that it kind of has worked out. I don't know what it is. It isn't like a uh, like a work uh, like a work equals worth sort of thing for me. I guess it maybe started out that way, but as I've matured, I realized that's just a, a lie to get you to work harder. If you work harder, <laughs> I promise you, I'll do a thing. Liar, liar. <laughs> um, but um, I picked up a lot of uh, efficiency habits, and I'm a big fan of getting shit done. I love that little dopey drip. And, uh, and so I work a lot. Uh, I have a lot of projects. I'm always accepting. I never put down a, like never turned down a challenge. That's a great way to say that. It's a really nice way to put a positive spin on. I, I accept too much. And, uh, and I commute, uh, commute like, oh, many, many, many hours out of the day to and from, to and from my job. So that also puts a little bit of a crunch on my time. Um, but, uh, I I need to spend more time, and I've actually very recently started to, uh, since last week, <laughs> I've started to try and take time to set aside. I set aside a day where it's just me and the wife, and we're just going to, we just hang out, we cook together, we eat food together, we watch a movie, we chill out together, and that's it. I don't, I don't touch the bench. I don't come in here. I, you know, I try not to, you know, work on anything or pay attention to that stuff. It's just like hanging out, quality time doing that and this is the little tiny little bit it's only been once <laughs> so far but i'm gonna do it my best to make it an every week event because i know that i am out of balance on that right now and it's affecting me i'm getting the stuff done i get a lot of stuff done i always get stuff done that's that's just how it is but i'm not completing enough i'm not checking off enough boxes in the whole broad spectrum of things i got this one column of my life of all these columns of things i've got home work you know family and then like you know things around the house things around work things around the family things related to the modeling thing and the modeling thing is a huge list and i keep adding to it every day and i've checked off so many boxes in it but these other lists these other three that i don't spend time checking boxes off as much as i should and I feel like if there was a 
better spread of checks on my board that I would feel better <laughs> about the things that I'm doing when I work at the modeling bench. Not saying that I don't necessarily feel good about the stuff that I do, but I put a lot of pressure on myself and I have a lot of stress and I have a lot of stress related problems. So I don't know. What do you think, Pavs? Am um, I crazy? <laughs> no, I, I no. I think I think that's that, that kind of speaks to your dedication of of uh, you know wanting to to continue to build and to build better and to to better yourself in terms of of uh, how what you put out there. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing being dedicated to 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 your craft and and making it to be the absolute best possible. Um, it's another thing when um, you kind of neglect things that's around you as well. You know. Um, for those that, uh, you know, for for example, all of us here uh, are in relationships or married. So we have our, you know, our other hobs, our wives, our girlfriends, um, and you know, it it, it it's hard to to kind of go. Okay, I need to step away from my workbench and, and go spend time with them, or or spend time with our kids, or you know, our our families. Um, it's it's hard to strike that balance, especially when you're very passionate, like Brian is. Um, and for me personally, it's it's always been a challenge to try to find ways to uh, to to be like okay, I've I spent time with my wife, I spent time with my dogs, I was, you know, with my family. Now it's time to kind of sit down, hunker down, and, and get to work. It's always been difficult, especially when I when you're on a roll, when you're really focused and you're you're you know you you have this vision and you're ready to go. It's very difficult to just go okay, I need to stop that and do something else. It's hard. I, and I, I completely uh, relate and understand that, right? I mean, you know, on the flip side of that, Z, like you, um, that you said it yourself. You're not one to really spend too much time uh, on on the workbench. You you do all of the other life stuff. Like for you, what's what's that like? And and you know, I know we've made it into a joke about Verzies and all that stuff, but like, what is what is your perspective on it? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, for me, it's. Uh... You know, I once built a plastic model in a bar with the number two pencil. I mean, who fucking does that? Right? Apparently you. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I uh, have so much else going on. Like, okay, you know, like everybody's got a wife or a life partner or kids and stuff. And you make time for them. Um, for me, though, I 100% and 50% would rather make time for them and everything else other than my hobby. Um, not because I don't enjoy my hobby, whatever my hobbies are. I enjoy them a lot, but I'm one of those people that feels like too much focus on one thing for too long is more detrimental than beneficial. And that's how my mind is kind of wired because, you know, if I sit down to build and I'm like, oh, I've got a half an hour, an hour, I'll do that. It's not a half an hour, an hour. It's the next seven hours. The next thing I know, it's three in the morning and I have work, you know, I, well, I started work today, but in the past I work at seven o'clock and before that I got to get up and get ready and drop the kids off to school and all the other things that you got to do. And I'm tired and I'm like running through my day with you know, coffees and Kyle's favorite drink, Monster Energy, and all that. Um, and I don't, I, I, I personally can 
especially coming up in the age where I am, can't do that for too long. That's just going to be cause for concern and, you know, health and whatnot. So if my hobby is the thing that I have to kind of put on the back burner, whether it's for a month or six months or a year, I can do that because when I want to do my hobby, I want to be able to sit down and enjoy my hobby and not just make it a thing where I, I do this every day as well. It's not a part of my schedule. It's not a part of my daily lifestyle. It's truly one of those things where this is my getaway, you know? Um, so for me, even though, you know, I guess we're talking, we're talking about balance and I don't have that balance per se who, you know, versus someone who does build every day, even if they're snapping a kid up. Uh, I think my balance is okay. Cause when I do sit down and build and customize it and do what, and I do what I want to do to that kid, I'm going to be able to truly like enjoy my time with it. And as we've talked about in the past, it's, it's for me, it's not about the end. It's always about the journey. Like I want to enjoy every kit that I build and learn lessons, you know, learn new techniques while I'm building it and painting it and all that. So, you know, my balance for me, it's, I think it strikes okay. And especially as of late, obviously a lot of things have been going on and you guys know about that. Um, so it's not something that's a fact, a stress factor for me. Like, oh, I'm not able to build like, Hey, I'll get to it when I get to it, you know? And I mean, unlike Julio here, who's, you know, at his desk all day, every day as well, just snapping things up. Yeah, I live here now. <laughs> I just I just sleep on top of my desk. I eat his, underneath it. Protected his ass extends down to his chair legs. That's pretty much it. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, the past fucking year and change, I've had to live at it because everything else was sucking. And it's, I don't know, you get too many things in your own house. And well, for me, I get distracted. So I'll sit here and I'll, I'll build something or I'll play a video game or I'll read a book or just walk around a little bit. And it's, it's too much. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> sit and do something for like four or five hours. You know, I haven't done that in a while. Moving around more now. Before that, it was all work and then hitting the bench and not paying attention to a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining that relationship. It was great. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I try to hit the bench as often as possible, especially that I got projects that I want to get accomplished for deadlines. So I'll hit the, the benches as, as much as possible. I've been jumping into as many competitions as possible, too. It's all escapism, man. If I'm if I'm doing good in the game, I'm doing good in life. <laughs> I'm accomplishing things. It's all, all too familiar. Yeah. To me. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to find more balance now because I gotta focus on other things like living. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to other people, you know? And you shit. bring up a good point, Hilliard. I'm gonna interject for real well quick for a second because you talked about um joining contests all the time and I'm mm -hmm. also of that type. When was the last time you weren't working on a project for a contest or a, a built group build? It's been a couple of years now. 
and just making something for myself. It's definitely been a couple of years now. Shit. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I'll build something for myself soon. Right? At some point. <laughs> I'll try. It's all for myself, but it just so happens to coincide with a bunch of competition. I mean, if it if it motivates motivates you to build, right? I mean, it does. It, it, it does give me a, a lot of motivation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to get something done and then put it in. I want to hear from Kyle because he me also too. has a very hectic schedule. He's a very rich <laughs> life. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I was really busy taking care of some other stuff, and I, I totally forgot about <laughs> that we're doing a podcast. And oh, oh here I am. I'm in a podcast. Uh, so as the guys mentioned, I, I, I live a very chaotic life. It, I don't know if it's by choice, subconsciously, directly, it's just how it is with my daughter and my wife and work and military, everything in between. Um, so opposite of Z, though I spend a lot of time with the other aspects of my life, I yearn to build, I yearn to finish projects, and I just can't seem to find the time to do it because it takes me – I can't just put 30 minutes a day. I have to commit a couple hours because of my creative thought process. It's not an instantaneous thing. It's I got to catch it in the moment. When I'm high on creative thoughts, I have to be building. If I'm not high on creative thoughts, building is kind of a waste for me. I'm not getting anything out of it. I, I just feel like I'm doing something, but I'm not accomplishing what I want to accomplish, whatever I'm building. So it's it's like if I'm not in the moment and I don't get the free time in the moment i'm upset because i'm like oh that was that was the chance i had some great inspiration i had all oh, this creative thinking but i had to go do some yard work or i had to go to work or i had to take care of some business with my wife or i have to you know be with my daughter because you know we're a two-parent household so it, it's kind of frustrating sometimes when i'm trying to accomplish certain things and i can't because i can't reach the moments and all those tie-ins together and that's kind of the chaos in my mind where I know there's other obligations and things that are part of my life that I want to give time to, like spend time with my wife, spend time with my daughter, my family, go to work, to pay the bills, to you know keep a roof overhead, while also trying to also maintain some of the things that make me happy in my life, like my building or my video games, things of that nature. And this has always been a struggle for me because it's not like I don't have free time. I have it. I mean, it's it, with 24 hours in a day, I can make free time, whether it means less sleep or not doing one of the other things I do in my life. But sometimes whenever I'm, I'm just so worn out from things, I just veg out. I'll watch TV, do that. And then I kind of get upset with myself. I'm like, I had all this free time. I could have been building, but I didn't. And it's kind of like a, a vicious cycle to it where, you know, I get time to work on things. I feel great. But then other times I get time, I don't commit to it. So I kind of beat myself up about it, like, oh, you should have taken that opportunity. But sometimes you have to look at things and go, no, it's okay. You know, it's my free time. I can do whatever I want with it. Don't beat yourself up if you don't commit to your projects or commit to your hobbies during that time. Sometimes you just need to veg out. And, you know, I'm slowly getting better at acknowledging that. So um, I am of the the like same like mind as as Kyle, where, um, you know, I try to I I try my best to to find a, a a good balance between my my uh my build stuff and my outside kind of life stuff um however i have that added pressure of i do a lot of commissions so i do a lot of builds for other people where you know they they've paid me this money and now i have to build this thing for them so whenever i i take a break or i I, uh, you know, I just watch TV or I, I'm not building. I do have a tinge of guilt, like, oh, you know what? I could be spending this time uh, trying to finish this thing off for this person. 
um, it's it's a it's a very bad mentality to have, and you know I'll be the first to admit that that um, kind of feeling guilty about taking a break or feeling a guilty uh, feeling guilty about um, not doing anything for a little bit and just and just letting yourself be uh, um, is is a bad bad thing because you should uh, give yourself that break. It shouldn't be a reward. It should just be a normal thing to do, and uh, it's something that I have to train myself to to try to accept and be okay with. Now, Pabs, you pick up a good point. You do a lot of commission works. When's the last time you've gotten to do a build of your own? Oh my God. It's been a very long time. Cause that's gotta be frustrating too. I feel like it's been well over a year, I think, since I've had like a personal build. Um, every, all the builds I've done so far, um, not only in this new home, but like the, the past, like even living in my, the old, uh, the old townhouse that I lived in, those were all commissions. And, um, you know, it's there, it, that's great because, you know, you feel a sense of accomplishment because people want your artwork, but at the same time, you're like, oh, well, now I'm not able to develop my, my artwork more because I'm not doing something I actually want to do. And I'm doing something that somebody else wants to do. So it's a, it's, it's hard, but it's also a weird kind of motivating factor because now you go like, okay, well now this person wants my artwork. I want to give them the absolute best that I can give them. So it's, again, we're striking that balance of, you know. Um, kind of your own personal achievements versus somebody wanting you to to create something for them as an achievement. So it's like, how do, you know, where do we go from here? I'm like Ivan, you know, in Rocky Four. I build for me. <laughs> like, <Break you. laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, like every, you know, like we all have. Our, our our styles and kind of ability, different our unique abilities to to qualify and then find the balance. But I think what you and Kyle said, Pabs, uh, is what I think everyone should be striving for, which is that mentality of you're not wasting your time if you're not able to get to your build or trying to do that thing that you want to do. It's simply time well spent doing something else. Cause I, cause you'd write, cause you see a lot yeah. of people who go, Oh, I wish I was building. I wish I wasn't at work. I wish I wasn't at this meeting or that thing or the other. It's like, we all do. Like when we have a hobby that we enjoy and we're passionate about, we all want to sit down and take that breath and sit down and and do the thing that we enjoy doing but if you're constantly pushing to just do that thing you're not i i personally i feel like i would not be giving my 100% to the task at hand because mentally i'm somewhere else and i don't need to be when i need mm-hmm. to focus on my kids or my work or anything else i need to be there 100% versus I wish I was not. So yeah, like I think we just all need to kind of remember that or try and remember that like it is your hobby no matter how much or how little you put into it you have to be able to tell yourself well done pig, well done. <laughs> that'll, <laughs> that'll do, do pig. That'll do that, pig. That'll, that'll do, that'll do, that'll do. That'll that'll do. do. Like you saw me look away and I was trying to remember the line. <laughs> That's cool. We got you. We're your support group. I yeah. do. I do feel like I, I, 
I do feel like I've, I've struck a pretty decent balance between um, my my hobby life and my 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 you know family Seth life. The new dad. <laughs> well, that's the here's the mm-hmm. thing. So that's what word, I was going to get to. Eat your words. <laughs> um, so I, I I had struck a pretty good balance because I you know apart from doing a you know having a full time job, I do also have you know my my wife and my dogs and all that stuff. Blah blah blah. Um, and then usually I spend time with them after I come home from a long day at work. And then I, I sit down and I, you know, I build for however long or you know, however long I can keep my eyes open and then I go to bed. But now, um, you know, for those that don't know, I, uh, we are expecting our first child. That balance is going to be thrown all sorts of whack. Um, you know, I'm not going to be spending a lot of time on the bench. And here's the thing, like for me, the way I struck that balance was <laughs> I decided to give up on, uh, on a decent night's sleep. Like I don't sleep as much as, as uh, the regular person. I think um, I've kind of followed uh, Dwayne Johnson, the rocks kind of mentality of waking up at this hour and, and getting as much done. And then, you know, just giving up on sleep altogether, almost like I, I usually sleep anywhere between two to four hours a night. And that's, yeah. that's both unhealthy and <laughs> not great, but I've kind of, I've kind of trained myself to be able to do that. Uh, but now with a kid on the way, um, that's going to be even even more of a hectic thing, you know, having a newborn in the house and making sure that they're getting enough sleep and, you know, that something's going to have to give. And I, I feel like that's going to be my hobby life. That, that's not going to be as um, as fruitful as it once were. Uh, and, uh, you know, what? I'm actually 100 percent OK with that because this, this little man's going to be the most important thing in my life. And the last thing I want to do is, yeah, you know, the last thing I want to do is give up. That's right. And I'm going to add a caveat to that, Pabs. It's the first child you're expecting that you know of. This international player has been laying pipe all over the world. Who knows what's out there? <laughs> no, I was, I, I've been, I've been a good boy my entire life. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Pabs, I have some good news for you. After the kid comes, your sleep schedule will be exactly the same. You'll only get two hours a night. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the thing. I'm such a night owl that I mean. So you know, for, for those that don't know, I do I do a whole lot more than just kind of build. I also do the the the, the graphics for critical builds and, and schedule and, and organize that. I also do the audio editing for this podcast. Um, so all that stuff, you know, I kind of you know I kind of try to balance as much as possible between doing commissions, doing that, doing my my you know spending time with my family, and 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 all the other stuff. Um, so yeah, so you know I. I've given up on sleep a long time ago, and I'm sure I'm sure my my son will be uh, more than happy to to be okay with that. Family family build nights. I will say <laughs> the first year of having a kid was uh, a false advertising because everything was chill. I maintained hobby. I maintained all this great stuff. And then she grew legs and started running around <laughs> and all that went away. I was like, Oh my God, she's mobile. Oh shit. I got to pay attention to her. Oh no. Uh, and yeah, it's, that's when the chaos seems to kick in when they start crawling and running and, and climbing and other stuff. It's just like, Oh, okay. Now I have to pay attention to you. You don't just sit there and watch whatever I'm watching or, you know, now you're a living yeah. being who has a, a conscious thought and wants to do things. Um, but it's nice though because I get to watch her grow, and you'll, you'll experience this as well, Pabs. You know, watching your son become himself, and that kind of takes up all the innovations about everything else I want to do in my life. And it's like I want to watch this little this little person become somebody, you know, become themselves. This is entertaining. I'm enjoying this. I'm watching it, 
and there's other days where she's a huge pain in the ass. I'm just like, <laughs> can I just go in the corner and just zone everything out? I, I don't want to be here. And then you're like, she's listening to you. All right, you're, you're adorable. But please leave me alone. <laughs> you guys can put this on the record right now, okay? Because I'm sure I will regret saying this um, a, a year from now or whatever. You know, you, you know, remember this, episode seven. Um, I do not want to miss a single thing with my son. Like so far, I have not missed a single doctor's appointment. I have not missed a single... Uh, kind of test. I've 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 been there. Um, regardless of what I had to give up, I had to be there. I, I I you know I'm not going to miss a single step of both the pregnancy and my son's life. Um, I don't know if I'm going to feel the same way in about a year from now when he's here. But um, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna darn sure try it. And you know even if that means I have to give up time at the bench, then um, it's 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 time that I'm more than willing to sacrifice uh, because uh, you know Pabs. Before you started going into that, you should have played Steven Tyler. I don't want to miss <laughs> I, in the background. It's, it's been messing. It's been running through my head right since you said, I don't want to miss right? thing. Exactly. Close my eyes. <laughs> well, yeah, everybody's crying. It's Armageddon. That's all well, I think Ruth about. Armageddon. <laughs> um, and, I, you know, I will tell you both one thing. I mean, you know, Kyle, isn't it amazing how when they're not able to walk and move around, you're like, I can't wait till you're mobile. And, and that way I don't have to make sure you don't roll off the bed and keep my eye on you constantly. And then they're mobile. You're like, fuck, can't you just lay back down? <laughs> yes. It's exactly how it is. It's like, oh man, I can't wait until you're moving. Oh, you're walking. Hell yeah. And you're like, you're moving them along and then motivating them. And then now they're on their own doing it. You're like, oh, no, sit, sit down, eat your dinner. No, no, sit, stop going over there. No, go. Oh, hey, hold on. Where are you going? No, we're over here. It's like, oh, man, I spoke too soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, Julio knows all about this. Yeah, this is going to be a weird thing to say because I think Julio has, has struck a pretty decent balance between his life and his hobby kind of thing. Even though he spends a lot of time on the bench, he's still. He went on vacation a couple of months ago. He's spending yeah. time with his girlfriend, with his dog, young pooch, yeah. with her dog. You know, the year's 2037, and Pab's son brings his first date home. Pab's gently hides in the closet <laughs> to watch his son's first steps into Mando. <laughs> Why do you make me sound like a sick freak, man? <laughs> Barbados eyes. You don't look hardy. I'm here for you, son. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's like stroking its robot head. The girl the best. By that time, Bandai's made up of MAGA-sized Barbados, so it's like a little extra child, and he calls it the same thing that he calls his name's his kid pabs jr it's okay pabs jr <laughs> yes that's exactly just like my wife calls me pabs yeah that's, that's right i knew it wait do we just realize this isn't pabs first kid he's already had a bunch i, I, I have had the barbatos the full mechanics the master grade <laughs> so true yeah i find it i find a decent decent balance nowadays Hopefully I keep it up. You never know. And in the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna be hitting this bench as hard as possible. In terms of in in levels of happiness, are you are you happiest when you when you didn't have to divide your attention, or or were you happier now that you are actually dividing your attention? Babs, what is happiness? <laughs> <laughs> what is what is joy, Babs? Are you unhappy, William? What is unhappiness, Pabs? <laughs> I'm not sad. I don't think I'm sad. I'm probably depressed and don't know it. 
it's it's i'm not saying if you're sad or, or unhappy i'm saying your levels of happiness so you know obviously when you're on the bench and you're you're accomplishing what you're setting out to accomplish you're happy um but when you're say with your girlfriend or spending time with your dog and stuff like that you're also happy like were you happier when you were mostly just sitting on the bench and working or or are you happy now that you're you're splitting your time between your girlfriend your hobby your your dog stuff like that is is what what my question was uh, I don't know. I never really thought about it. I mean, I'm a pretty jovial person, so I think <laughs> I I'm I'm happy whenever, you know. Like, I could be hitting the bench and not in a good mood and still trying to get shit done, or I could be out and about and hanging out and playing with the dog and still be in a shit mood and like, I don't know. As long as I'm getting something done, I guess I'm I'm okay with it. You know, I don't I don't see that I'm wasting time with not doing other things you know what i mean like as long as i'm focusing on what i'm doing at the moment i'm i'm in a pretty decent mood i'm okay so maybe right. happiness isn't the right word do you feel fulfilled mm, yeah he doesn't i mean he doesn't it, it's i want to start calling you doc holiday man again we're gonna go back <laughs> to this like no matter what you're doing you're like I'm just doing it because I'm doing yeah. it. There's a fucking hole inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filling it with doo-doo. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, fulfillment. That's what that's I that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, you know, whatever your balance looks like, you if you're able to dedicate your time to that balance and walk away satisfied even not even fulfilled satisfied like with hey i've done this and i've done this i think maybe that should be the goal you know yeah you feel like you've done something with your time rather than going back and saying oh i wish i was doing this or i was i was doing that like no whatever you did i did it and it feels good to be able to say i did it the satisfaction is different for every person though right like for for say someone for example someone like brian like your satisfaction levels are going to be insanely different because you're all you're constantly, uh, you're constantly want, like wanting to build something, constantly wanting to build better. Yeah, and I always am trying to do one up myself. Yeah. So what is what is like how how do you, uh, I guess level your satisfaction? Like what is where do you go? Okay, I'm satisfied. Where do you stop? Hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Uh. Hmm. Wow. That is a really good one. I almost want to say that I am never satisfied. Oh, man. You want I should put a finger in? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then. (laughs) Just that I I always um, I always see the flaws and. I always will always see the flaws and I will always work to be better ultimately. So I guess uh, enough is, I mean, enough is never enough, but um, I can find peace in the journey towards becoming better. And every little step forward, I I find um, feel, like helps me feel fulfilled. And every time I fail, I also 
feel fulfilled because I know that if I'm failing at something, that I'm trying something outside of my bounds and that even if it's a failure, it's a chance to get better. And I just want to keep getting better. So the more yeah. I fail, I almost feel like the more I grow and I'm getting better. So I try to fail. I don't know. Is that a weird thing to say? No, I mean, I don't think so. For you, Brian, the satisfaction isn't coming from finishing. It's from from the progress. Yeah, growth. The process. Yeah, yeah your growth. And that goes back to what, what uh, uh, Z was saying, that it's it's not about the destination. It's the journey. The journey of, of uh, being having the time to build, no matter how much time you have. Um, you know, feeling the, the satisfaction of, of growing not only as a person, but as a, as a builder um, is a... Is a something that a lot of people I feel uh, take for granted or don't really uh, realize that they're doing, you know, whether you're spending 20 minutes on, uh, on your, uh, on your build or 20 hours, it doesn't matter. Like you are, you're using that time to better yourself. And it doesn't even have to be build related, whether you're spending time with your family, if you're spending time with your family, you're bettering your relationship. You're, you're bettering your relationship with your family, with your wife, with your kids. Um, so it's, it's, it's never about the end goal. It's always about your your satisfaction in both the process and and where you see yourself going. Yeah, like you know, when I'm in the hobby of building scale models for me, the most fun I have and is when I'm being the most creative in it. And for me, the most creative part of it is when I'm the initial the beginning, when I'm coming up with the idea of what I want to make like in my head when I'm like this is the kit bash that I want to do these are the details that I want to add and everything is just kind of flowing and I look like that guy from the one movie the wolf pack movie and and all the numbers are going in front of his face um that's when I'm like the most satisfied in scale modeling because I'm like I'm jovial and I'm excited and I've got these big lofty plans for that thing. And I'm like, yes, this is going to happen. And I think that's kind of why, at least for me, I have a backlog because I have plans for all that stuff. And then when I, you know, sit down and build, especially when I'm just kind of like snapping the kid up initially, I hate that part. I absolutely hate that part. I want to get to the part where I'm able to take it back apart and start doing the things I want to do with it. So, yeah. So, and then like vice versa or on the opposite end of it, when I'm sketching or drawing the beginning part of it, when I'm, when I'm putting that pencil to paper, I'm like, oh man, this is going to take like the next five hours. Like, I don't want to do this, but then it starts coming together. Each line creates another shape and another texture, you know, and when you get to the end, you're like, man. I did that. That looks cool. I'm happy with it. And you're excited. So like, it's different for me with each hobby. Like you were saying, like when I'm spending time with my family, like there are days where I dread like, oh, we all have to go to the zoo because now it's, you know, two hours of packing and an hour and a half of driving and then getting to the zoo and finding parking for half an hour. And right. And you're dreading all that. But then like, by the time you leave, you're like, that was a good day. You know, that was a good day. I spent it with my kids. Everybody's happy. And no matter how hard it was, it was time that was well. And so in that kind of process, 
when you're actually doing the fun part of it, that's when you're enjoying it. So it's different. It's different for me, like depending on what I'm doing, where that level of kind of satisfaction comes, whether in the beginning, in the middle of the process or at the end of the process. Bro, all this custom <laughs> bullshit, I'm done. <laughs> the best part is snapping as I'm sticking to it. I'm going to become a snap builder rest of my life. No stickies, just pure plastic. I ain't doing none of this because this ain't joy. Who gets joy from this? You? Knock it. No longer clipping nubs. He's now out of the box, Julio. <laughs> oh, OTB Jules. Oot Jules. Oot Jules. Yeah, I mean, at least you're not that guy who keeps buying kits and saying you're a great modeler, but you keep just spending all your time rearranging your workbench and playing Fortnite all day and night. Fortnite! <laughs> Dude, I barely have time to take time to clean my Because I'm always working on a project. Oh, man. But yeah. Zoom brings up a good point. Backlogs. So I, I'm like that. I get, all, I get all these grand ideas, and I'm like super excited. And then I actually try to like do it. And I'm like, oh, shit. I got to go to work. I got to go. I was like, fuck, I was in it. I was, I was excited. And then like... Get, get blocked, get blue balled, you know, bam. Oh, can't do that. Can't commit. So, and then I forget about the idea and I see another kit. Oh, here's another idea. And I'm about to do it. And then bam, blue balled. And then, uh, you know, three, four years down the road, now I have a bunch of boxes, which Z got a chance to see firsthand. He saw my mm -hmm. shameful backlog, which I have no pride in that whatsoever. It's, I look at every box and go, why, what was the idea I was going to do with that? Why do I own that? What, I should probably get rid of that really? kit. Or maybe I'll just use it for parts. Oh. Whatever ideas of grandeur I had for it are long since forgotten. So now it's just there as a shameful reminder that I spent my money where I, I could have invested in some property or something. <laughs> I could have made millions, but I bought a $26 kit. I could have got the GameStop shares if only I didn't buy a backlog. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I have, a, I have a massive backlog and it's not massive. Okay. It's only like, I'm not going to say it's, it's a, it's a bunch. It's not, it's, it's not too much, but it's more than, more than a little. Acceptance. And, Next uh, step, Brian, acceptance. I just added eight more boxes to it. The tower grows. It is, it is, but it's good because they're all, you know, I'm trying, I try to diversify my bond. So I, I have, obviously I have a ton of Mecca because like when I got back into scale modeling and I had all that, you know, money and credit, I was, you know, snatching up anything that I had an idea for a project for, which is like Kyle, like you were just saying. And the thing is, I remember all the projects. So everyone that I see, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing that with that. And like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm going to do that with that. And just all the things, even the kits that I have uh, assembled and had on display that are now packed away because I don't have room for the display like I used to have. Um, I still have ideas for all of those things and they have other boxes of things that I've acquired for them, whether it be like um, P Bandai aftermarket stuff or third party resin or photo etch or special decals or, you know, whatever. And I think that we all kind of have a little bit of that going on. But I was I was a little bit not going to be surprised you to say that I was a little dismayed to hear that you have lost some of your projects. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Well, I, I didn't lose any. I just forgot what they were going to be. But I will say <laughs> that's a loss. They were yeah. replaced with other ideas. So some of the kits that were going to be used for a straight build or whatever are now parts for something greater than themselves. So it, it is for not, you know, they will not be sacrificed for not, but 
now my projects as small as they may have started have become grander and more grandiose so these these, these kids they'll, they'll serve a greater purpose eventually possibly maybe I don't know. everything's ever evolving and no idea is ever the same as yesterday it's always more elaborate than the last. I mean, Leo knows this. It is builds oh, yeah. every time he's doing something. It's crazier than the last. But yeah. what if we were able to not go? What if we go in the other direction? Like for me, I would start painting spoons and create my own IG with spoons, and then start taking commissions on painting spoons. <laughs> nah, I would. I would leave all my seams and all my nubs, and then ask for commissions. Oh. Listen, if you don't have any seams or nubs on a spoon, nothing to remove. There's <laughs> nothing to remove. They did it for you. What if I just arbitrarily ask without doing any work whatsoever? Just say, hey, commission for what? I don't know. I just, I'll do a commission for you. What you, you want know? me to do? You name it. I'll commission it. I got this bucket of bananas. <laughs> Artist. <laughs> just roll guys. duct tape. I roll the duct tape with a bucket of bananas. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> No, what are so, you talking about here? Backlogs? Backlogs, yeah. So for yeah. me, um, I mean, I do, I, I don't advertise it uh, all that much, but, you know, I do have quite a sizable um, catalog of things that I've curated over the years. Um, and it, it kind of falls into two different categories, right? Like the, the stuff that I'm going to use for customs and then um, the base kits that I'm going to be using for conversions. Um, I do a lot of, obviously, I do a lot of resin kits. I do a lot of resin conversions. And um, I always try to make sure that, if I'm buying a kit, there is a purpose to it. And, um, you know, I'm, I mean, this goes all the way back to 2017 or 2016 at this point. Uh, but, you know, I, uh, I, I've, I've accumulated quite a few and I didn't realize how much I, I've accumulated until I moved homes. <laughs> I'm sitting there and uh, I'm sitting in this fortress of boxes that I've, uh, that I've, I've packed up and I'm like, how, when, when did this, when did this happen? Like when, <laughs> when did this, this dawn, like it just dawned on me. And I was like, man, I have, I've spent so much of my hard earned money on this, but at the same time, I don't feel any shame in it because, you know, I'm, I'm still able to take care of the bills. I'm able to, I'm able to, to pay for, for stuff, groceries, all that stuff, all the necessities and still have some, some money left over to be able to go, okay, you know what? I can buy this. I'm, I'm okay. Um, it's all about buying responsibly, you know, not having to sacrifice something just so you can buy something else. Um, so I, I'm not ashamed of the backlog that I have because it's things that I do actually want and want to build. Uh, maybe not in the right now, not at this moment, but definitely soon. And, uh, you know, uh, don't feel shame for having a backlog. There's nothing wrong with it as long as you're doing it responsibly, as long as you are buying responsibly. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, no one should be ashamed of their backlog ever. Well, unless it's one instance. If you're using your backlog as birth control, <laughs> like if you're the kind of guy or gal who's like, I just need all the models and you are like trying to become just this hoarding individual <laughs> who doesn't have time for anything else in life other than just gotta have it all uh, maybe dial it back a little yeah but at this at the same time there are um there's two as i feel like there's two aspects to this this hobby right there's there are those that build and then there are those that collect like there is a there is a very fine line between those two sections where you know somebody who's like us who is buying because we want to build it and and, and make it our our own 
Um, and obviously we're going to need the parts for that. So we buy more. And there are those that just go, okay, I want this. Um, there's probably not going to be a, a massive quantity of it. I have to buy it. I have to have it in my collection. And it's just going to sit there and gather dust. Um, I feel like one section or one side of that, one side of the hobby doesn't really understand the other side. Um, and again, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with collecting. If that's your thing, that's, you know, go for it. You know, I, as in my youth, I used to collect um, Transformers and Hot Toys. And, uh, you know, the, the, I mean, there wasn't really much else you can do apart from collecting. So there are people who like to do that. Um, so I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But then, then again, there are those who who like to <clears throat> use their backlogs as, as a flex almost, right? And I never understood that for me personally. I was like, "Why? What? What are you flexing here? That, that you are you're not very good with your money? I don't. I'm not really sure. I understand the first, the first time, and I don't mean to. Do, and I don't. When I said you know birth control and all that, I don't mean the collector either. I don't mean if you're collect if you're a collector, collect yeah. by all means collect. Uh, I collect random things like AR parts nowadays, <laughs> but you know, um, collect away. Uh, but the first time, the first time when I first got into this hobby, the first time I saw a backlog and I saw the flex of the backlog and you guys, Kyle Pabs, you guys know who this person I'm talking about is, they oh, yeah. they had a basement full of kits that they rearranged to make it look like a throne and, and literally would take pictures and sit on it and send them off to us. I cried. I, I, I was like, why, bro? <laughs> And then the person, you know, doubled down, right? And they said, "Do you do you remember or no? No, I do remember. Yeah, I, I also remember. Um, I also remember this man having a full on family and kids. And exactly, and that's what I'm getting to. So, if you remember, then him later at doubling down and going, "Well, I buy these with a secret account that my wife doesn't know about." It's like, um, I, I kind of want to pull a snitch and tell her because I know she'd kill you. Like you got kids that you have to take care of and I mean, respond, whatever, live your life, spend your money the way you want. But if you're having to hide something as stupid as, Hey, I buy model kids. Uh, maybe your relationship needs work and not your hobby collecting. There's two things wrong with that situation. One, if you're having to hide expenses, it's probably something you shouldn't be spending. And two, those are not the most structurally sound things to be building a throne out of. Come on, buddy. You could have done blocks or wood or something. Like, come on. Everything broke. And busted his fat ass on something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of our backlog is due to FOMO or, you know, availability. We all think we're going to miss out on the newest shit and we go and we buy it and it sits in our backlog for a year, two years. Or we miss out on it and then we pay more for it later when people are throwing it up on eBay. I don't, I mean, the only thing that I feel like I missed out on was that uh, P Bandai gym that they released recently that was pretty sweet, right? Oh, the one with the turrets? <laughs> yeah, that was tight. And that's just the nature of that stuff. And that's fine because I'll get it five, ten years down the road. They'll print that again because it's going to keep selling. They're going to keep releasing it and that's okay because I don't need to build it now. I got enough shit. Um, I feel though that I haven't had that like quote unquote FOMO aspect of it. I know that like when I initially got into the hobby, I, you know, bought regularly was buying, you know, supplies and buying models just to add to projects and ideas, you know. Um, but I don't feel like I've gotten a kit that I regret. Like I don't have anything that I'm like, 
I don't know why I got that, you know, like because I genuinely either enjoyed it or it was interest to me or like, I mean, if it's something that I won that I didn't expect to get, that's a different story because you have no control over that. But um, things that I've purchased, I definitely don't really have any of that, like, you know, feels feels of like regrets or that like I'm like pretty hyped on it all. And that's what makes it so hard to like disseminate and like give out or even sell for that matter. You know, I like I'm adding to it. Like I got a sweet little Robotech, like Macross mix, you know, mix of Robotech labeled kits, Macross labeled kits. I've got like, you know, starting to get back into the old style. You know, I got like a whole box full of RGs that are really, really dope RGs. I've got like a bunch of MGs. I've got almost no high grades. I've got, you know, like a big box of resin, all the pabs and like the kits that go along with it. And then some of that though leans into like my, my bucket list kits are my grail kits. The, the things that I really, really have always wanted to build since I got back into the hobby, things that really caught my eye or an idea that I had that I just wanted to do, ha- happened to get the, the stuff where it's just I'm waiting to build it like that 1 to 100 scale Kshatriya because that is like a amazing design and in a 1 100 scale kit is going to be just absolutely impressive when it's put together so that is like was one of the early grail or like you know bucket list things that i had like i gotta try to either find this or make this or whatever so i had to snag that mm-hmm. and I got, uh, a, I got a bunch of grails in my backlog that i still haven't snapped up that's okay <laughs> just you want to be there, the time Right. Yeah, I do. Yeah. If I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. You know, mm-hmm. I got a camphor just sitting there. Same. A whole last camphor. <laughs> yeah. Same. I need, I need to get me one still. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm with you, Brian. I don't think I've ever had FOMO with a gunplug mm-hmm. kit or any model kit. Like, I got it right now, dude. That fucking MG Eclipse. I want to Absolutely yeah, off like, my radar. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, like I know Pabs has one and I want one, but I don't have FOMO about it because I'm like, I remember the only reason I wanted one was to give it away. And um, yeah, like I can, anything that I want that I don't have right now, I know it eventually at some point is going to become available somewhere, either on a sale forum or on the Ebays or the Amazons or another website or whatever else. And I'll get it then, and hopefully then I'll have time to actually build it. Um, so no FOMO, and my backlog now has been pretty thinned out, thank God. Um, which, as you guys know, I often complain that it was a source of anxiety for me. So it's no longer a source of anxiety for me. Like I look at it now and I go, okay, most of these here I don't have any elaborate plans for. So it's one of those all, you know, like 50% of my backlog is non-gunpla. So I can knock it out in a week or two weeks if I actually sit down and do it. Like if I'm building a plane or a tank, boom, I'm good to go. I can knock it out in a couple of weeks and then, you know, within a year it's done. It's gone. Everything else, gunplay related, kit bash and custom, I've got time. So I'm in a, I guess I have good balance with my backlog too now. Yeah, I had FOMO for a couple kits. One more recently, the high new Yujiang land, all that, whatnot. I don't have FOMO for it no more. Seeing four or five people putting that shit together, mm, I'm good, thanks. I'm glad I missed that one. <laughs> I got it, man. It's partly together. 
Yeah, Pabs is <laughs> doubled down. Yeah, a year later, I feel like uh, maybe I could have missed out on this one a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, okay, so I think this is an interesting topic. Um, like, um, you know, not just the fear of missing out, but the, the things that you you've aspired to build, like your, your bucket list, your grails. Like mm-hmm. what are in terms of building, right? In terms of I mean, wh- whether it's Gumpla or something else, like what are things that you you want to build or you've seen that's out in the ether that you want to be like, yes, I will build that one day. That'll be one of my magnum opuses, somewhat. Mm. I have I have ideas that are bucket list. Like I want to smash that camper with the Sananju Stein, and I think that'll be fantastic i still haven't done it i don't know why still time yeah it is still time but that's like a bucket list build definitely i want to get at i'll snap them up fuck you peps (laughs) (laughs) what's that all about i don't know (laughs) i know kyle Uh, got a bucket list he got a big monster hand one Oh man, my, my bucket list is uh, I don't know. It's what, what was the the um, I can never remember the word. The metaphor we used about eating too much for your mouth. <laughs> Maybe I used uh, that. I incorrectly put it in your eyes. Your eyes are yeah, bigger my than eyes your stomach. Bigger than my mouth. Um, <laughs> when it comes to my my fucking the big bag wolf. My grandma, your eyes are so big. Um, this man just said your eyes are bigger than your mouth. <laughs> no, no. no he said you eat. You eat, you eat more than your mouth. Uh, I don't eat bigger than your mouth. Yeah, but you said you <laughs> no, eat bigger than your mouth. <laughs> like I'm on, I'm on to something. With your eyes are bigger than your mouth. Like you, you got more. No, you're right. Yeah, your eyes are bigger than, than your mouth. Handle. That's right. But oh, I guarantee you, my eyes are bigger than nothing else. <laughs> my mouth was bigger than my ass could chew. <laughs> Jettison. I got, I got major constipation because I ate too much. Because my eyes are bigger than anyway. Uh, my bucket list. I mean, <laughs> my bucket list is ever evolving, but there's always been core things on the bucket list. One, of course, like everybody else in this hobby, I want to place in GBWC in North America League. Hopefully, not if I have anything to say about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel bad. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta compete against all these guys, and they they bring the heat. Um, but oh, currently, yeah. on my bucket list, because obviously there's long term and short term stuff that I got on there, and right now I guess this is a short long term thing because I don't know how long it's gonna take me to accomplish it. Is I need to finish the famine build, the one we started when we did the four horsemen with the Zaka warriors, and I've got this great image in my head of what I want to accomplish. And I kind of want to achieve that. So that's kind of like a, a that's my magnus opus, you know, my, my big hurrah for now. Obviously, I want to top it later on in my my model-making escapades. But that's kind of like the one I, I, I dream about that I'm constantly fixated on. Like, oh, I want to get back to that build. I want to, you know, come back to this. I, I want to achieve this. Like, I'm excited about possibly checking that off my bucket list. Um, and... So that's that's one there, and then obviously there's some other builds I want to accomplish, some other techniques I want to master. Um, another really big, close, near and dear to me, um, bucket list item I want to accomplish is I want to build an M915, which is an up armor truck I operated during Iraq when I was deployed, and I want to build two of them, one for myself, and then cast to make a second one for my supervisor. I mean, it was you know above me throughout the majority of my career 
he's the guy I emulate as a supervisor, as an NCO. And he retired some years ago, and I, I missed the mark to get it. I had everything. I just never had the time to, to actually commit to it. But I want to build him one as well to make a plaque for him to remember his military career off of. So that's kind of my other big personal bucket list item I want to accomplish. Um, Z, what, what are some items you got, both short-term and long-term, you want to peg out? Your face is an NCO, Kyle. <laughs> Senior right. NCO, Master Sergeant, baby. Master Sergeant. <laughs> Master Sergeant. Uh, yeah, I mean, so the, I have two, really. And the first one is short-term and long-term. I uh, I really, 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 really want to be interviewed by Tex Marquis. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I want her to ask me the real hard-hitting questions like, what's my favorite color? Or my ethnic background. What kind of Asian are you? What kind of Asian am I? Uh, And then, you know, uh, I don't want to win. I don't want to place. I don't want to go to the Japan on someone else's dime. But I do want to build a Gunpla Builders World Cup build uh, that I am proud of. I want to put something together, uh, you know, have my most creative and technical kind of, you know, repertoire into a build and, um, and just, just enter. That's it. I just want to enter. I don't, yeah, don't care for the win or anything like that. I want to enjoy being able to compete on international level. And, um, yeah, really outside of that, you know, I just want to hang out with my friends and, record my past casts and enjoy the streaming and build my kits. And that's, that's the hobby for me. Like it's very, very low key. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a simple man. I just want to do hood shit. Yeah. I just want to do like (laughs) ill type shit, you know, with the hobby. Um, Not really. Yeah. Like I, uh, when I first got into the hobby, I was like, yeah, I'm so good at this. And I, you know, I'm one of the best, that I were going to be in this hobby, I kind of, you know, came in with the attitude that some, some of the, I guess, crazier folks that we know um, that have now kind of faded into the ether um, had, like I had that mentality where I was like, yo, I could, I could totally beat this guy or that guy or this guy. And just a few years in, you know, and kind of having seen and being exposed to the bigger part of the hobby internationally, even um, I've, come to realize that the reason why I got into the hobby was to enjoy scale modeling and kind of remembering my youth, you know, as I used to do in the back in the past. And I'm back there. I'm back there again, mentally where I'm like, whether it sucks or whether it turns out amazing, I'm going to enjoy just building and, and having friends and kind of everything that comes with, you know, this hobby. And, Ultimately, I guess that's my, that's kind of my big bucket list kind of thing, which I'm doing now. It's just, I'm enjoying my hobby and whatever little or more time I'm putting into it. And I'm Gunpla Ronin and that's my answer and I'm sticking to it. Okay. <laughs> Text, hit me up on my DMs. Love to be interviewed. She knows the questions, the hard hitters. <laughs> um, 
I think I think for me, I do have a couple of things I want to check off before I, I call it a day before the sun sets on uh, on uh, this this uh, wonderful journey I've been on so far. Shut um, up! I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> yeah, I, I want to um, I want to finish the uh, the five star stories Twin Towers. First of all, that's a that's a constant thing that I'm, I'm that's always in my brain because I you know I mean it's been almost <laughs> a year and a half or two years. Since I, I started that thing, and it's it's been a constant work in progress. I'm always constantly working on it. Um, I just stopped talking about it just because it's so depressing to think that I'm still really far away from finishing it. Um, and then uh, another one would be, I guess for me, uh, I wanna I wanna work on something um, stupid rare, like the the one thirty five uh, five fifth scale excess uh, uh, that's made its rounds. Um, there was a very unfortunate. Um, image going around of it being destroyed uh, due to either a child or an earthquake. I don't really fully remember. Um, but I want to I want to build one of those and, and, and have that displayed somewhere, not in my home because I don't have the room for that. But um, I think that I don't have many in terms of, of like, like out there goals because a lot of the things I've done in the last three years, I feel like we're on that bucket list, you know, like people appreciating the things I've done, the things I've made so far has been wonderful. And, and mm-hmm. um, the things I've made so far, um, I've, I've kind of, it, it, it's shown the growth that I've been wanting to accomplish uh, since, um, since I was, I was a young, young lad. So um, yeah, I think, I think I'm in the middle of accomplishing at least one, one thing off my list. And, and I think uh, uh I don't think it's that's going to stop anytime soon. I think one of my bucket list things is getting to the point where someone asks me to make a Twin Towers for them, and I tell them fucking no. Get the fuck out of here. I've seen those built. Yeah, no, you beat. It's built to 144 scale. 1 to 144 scale. That's still there's a, like there's actually a, there's a one, 1 to 220 scale. There <laughs> if you want to go even smaller. Yeah. yeah, and that's like what? That's still, about a foot tall or something feet. like that, or a couple yeah, feet tall. Yeah, it's not very tall. It's like most yeah. grade size. There you go. Yeah, sort of thinking. Maybe, maybe one of those. Maybe. I have a, I have a bunch of, of of models that I want to build, but my bucket list essentially is like to attain a true sense of realism with my model making, regardless of the subject matter. So. That's kind of like and Ben, but I also and it's also been a theme too for my my I want to say interest in the things that I've made is that I also want to be able to make that uh, realistic or semi-realistic form with an element of fantasy or an element of like the fantastical because I think that that has always really driven me to create is like the idea of fantasy or um, you know different um, like elements along with like the cool grittiness of of like the real so I've been that's what I've been focusing on and um, that's kind of where I'm I guess I'm kind of headed to so I think that's fun and uh, I think that that now with that pretty much wraps it up. I'll close it out with the end of my uh, my little spiel there. 
Um, uh, we we lost Z this evening <laughs> a second ago because he had to go and take care of some other things. He so oh, he, was, um, he, he was sitting there and he, <laughs> you know, for some reason he wasn't wearing any pants and the snake went up and bit him in the balls again. <laughs> like, God damn it, Z. Screw you guys with your reamers and your snakes <laughs> and balls. <laughs> All right. Um, but if we are closing out, then yes, I am. Um, I'm Gun Paronin. Text hit me up. <laughs> Perfect. Um, backwards, Kyle. I, I am Clueless Gumpla Builder. As the name implies, I am fucking. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Uh, I am Clipping Nubs. Hit me up. I want to laugh at you. <laughs> the, the builder who laughs. The builder who laughs. Um, I'm going to go next and say that I am Brian Brobiller. I'm going to let Pabs close this one out officially because I'm sure that he has a healthy amount to say and I have a whole lot less to say. You can find me on Instagram as Brobuilder or you can find me on YouTube as Kodokai. We stream Tuesdays and Thursdays. Come join us for some laughs. Uh, and yeah, um, I do. I do have quite a bit to say. Um, first of all, I want to thank everybody for uh, for the feedback that they've given us for episode six. Um, I think I feel like episode six is one of the more uh, well received episodes that we've done so far. Um, the the outpour of people agreeing with what we're saying and having different points and topics that um, that they wanted to talk about because of what we had to- spoken uh, about in episode six uh, has been um, pretty. Uh, has been pretty overwhelming honestly um so you know thank you guys for for listening to us thank you for giving us a voice here to to kind of um voice our opinions and and talk about the things that we want to talk about um you know i i I, when we started this you know it was just about having a more unfiltered uh stage to to kind of voice our opinions and 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 have a more focused kind of show to talk about things like this and um uh you know since you guys are listening we'll keep going and uh yeah i'm i'm chris paz um this has been built sideways episode seven um we will see you on the next one take it easy uh build it sideways don't forget to rate review don't forget to rate review thank you bye bye